welcome back. Welcome back to week number eight. Me and Andrew coming to you live from Belichick's basement. Unfortunately, Wesley is in quarantine due to potentially being exposed to the COVID. So Results taking too long to get back yep, to him. He was supposed yep. to get it like eight hours ago and still hasn't come in. You had a test recently. Quick update. I'm, I'm negative. So good. I've had I've been tested twice. Uh, so far, I'm negative. We're praying for you. Yep, negative both times. But I love how uh, responsible this podcast is when it comes to COVID. Yeah. Like, if, hey, you know what? We aren't going to put each other at risk. I'm waiting on a test result. And I we appreciate won't be that. there tonight. It's appreciated, <clears throat> as it should be for everyone who yep. listens to the yep. podcast. Stay safe. Yep, stay, stay safe. safe. Yep. Um, Wesley, stay safe. Hope the fam is also safe as well. All right. Well, some big deals were done this week. There was a lot of deals. Super League got it going finally. They did. Yep. Last week we had nine trades to go through, which was... Half of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot, a lot of trade talk. Yeah. Uh, this week, fewer, but some good trades out here. So, uh, first one, Andrew, you were actually involved in both of these. Yep. Uh, first one is, uh, let's see, you received Amari Cooper and Jimmy Graham. And sent away Juju, Julian Edelman, and John Brown to Wesley. Yep. Talk us through this. Uh, so, I mean, Wesley's team had a, maybe as bad of a Sunday as you can have, he had. It was rough. Um, with Mixon already being being banged up a little bit. And then Kenyon Drake, OBJ, <laughs> uh, just going out with not great uh, people on your bench that are direct fill-ins. Yeah. Uh, so, Wes was looking for multiple players. Um I know Amari Cooper has like big time quarterback question marks, um, and he has a lot of threats on his team with potentially a suspect quarterback. But I still thought he was better. Uh, I mean, he's the wide receiver one for that team, where Juju has competition with Deontay and and Claypool. Uh, and I thought I was upgrading from Amari to Juju. Uh, and Edelman and Brown were never going to play for me, uh, so I wanted to give West some usable players. Edelman now is. Had surgery and yep. out for a little bit. Um, how long is he out for? Do we know? Uh, I, I don't know how long he's out. Uh, if we want to click on that, it's probably tell us. They just have him for one week right yeah. now. Um, but Schefter said for some time. Some so period of time, yeah. Whatever that means. Mm, nice. Um, Helpful. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Jimmy Graham for me is a mute point. I got Waller. Uh, but I feel like I was basically flipping Amari Cooper for Juju Smith-Schuster. And if you want to even back that up a little further, I basically flipped James White. For Amari Cooper, because you guys hated on my juju for James White trade. <laughs> How's that look one week later <laughs> when I got Amari Cooper? That's a heck of a flip right there. That's a flip. <clears throat> that's a heck. That's professional. It's like you've done it before. Know what you're doing. I've been, I've been in some trade talks. Yep. Uh, second trade was Boston, Boston Scott for Jamal Williams. So, Corey, Teddy KGB got Boston Scott. You got the handcuff there. Uh, for Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Yeah, and me and Corey have been talking about this for some some time now. Um, best thing <clears throat> for me with this was that Miles Sanders got hurt, so then Corey wanted to to do the flip. Um, just so that he has he has Miles Sanders so now he has Boston Scott. I got Aaron Jones. He, I have Jamal Williams. Um, just kind of sensible fantasy roster, yeah. roster management makes sense. Solid deal makes your team better. Subtle, both, but makes your team yeah. better. Yeah, both, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, your trade, I think uh, I think you're going to come out on top on that one, personally. I think Jamal Williams has more standalone value than Boston Well, I, was, I mean the the other trade. Oh, the Amari Cooper one? Yep. 
I like Amari. But I think Wes, he has usable pieces. Yeah, he and he does. needs he needed he usable pieces. Yep. Uh, all right. Super League, there were also there were three trades. First one that was done uh, was yesterday. And it was David Montgomery. So Matt's crazy team received David Montgomery, Le'Veon Bell, Robert Tanyan, and Beth Beth. Ben Rothman United received Derek Henry. I think Ben likely won this deal. I understand why Matt's crazy team did it. Yeah. But I think Ben won. Because Derek Henry is uh, quite good. Derek Henry's quite good. He gets like 26 and a half carries a game. Uh, I don't think that's an exaggeration. No, I think like, you're yeah, right on. I think I heard that this week. It was 26. Which is crazy because, like, Bell Cows, if you get 16 carries a game, you're... Todd Gurley gets 16, and I think that's a, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't even care if he runs for 60 carries. yards and a touchdown. He gets 16 carries every week. Um, he's getting 10 more. Yeah, he's getting 10, and he's uh, impossible to tackle. Um, looking at Matt's team, Matt's Matt <clears> slotted in three starters. All three of those guys are starting yep. for him. Um, obviously, and their upside is significantly less than. Yep. Bell has. I've, Bell could have big upside though. Le'Veon Bell does have some upside, and David Montgomery doesn't have any competition for touches. No. But his production on that offense oh, is not that good. offense. Here's the thing. I'm I'm fairly convinced that David Montgomery is an average to above average running back. Yeah. He's just on. Matt Nagy's offense. Yep. The, the offensive mastermind, Matt Nagy. No. Well, here's the deal. I don't know how hard it would be to coach a team that doesn't have a quarterback. That'd be hard. That you'd would have, be hard, yeah. You'd probably make some dumb decisions, yeah. too. I don't think he's necessarily the best coach, but he's in a rough spot. I mean, if we want to like, kind of take it back, like a little callback to a couple weeks ago when we talked about what we would do if we were an NFL quarterback... We could talk about what we would do if we were an offensive coordinator with the Bears, yeah. and I think I would quit. Look, I would, yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, I would take that paycheck. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. But I think I would look like Matt Nagy, perhaps. And if I coached Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes, I think I would. People would be like, "These guys, he's not the best OC, but he knows what he's doing." All because I have Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is your doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> it's it is hard to tell with Nagy. And it's hard to tell with David Montgomery how good or bad he is. Yep. Um, I think he looks good when he gets the ball, but he like makes some good plays. He's got usually got to make someone miss in the backfield, or he gets it in like awkward spots. Yeah. And I don't know, but I I understand what Matt's doing there. But man, Derrick Henry to Ben. Feel team, like you could have gotten more. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Ben had a good team before Derrick Henry. Now he has a potential great yep. team. Um, next trade, another big one. Uh, my white tornadoes. Adam receives Noah Fant, DeAndre Hopkins, and Brandon Ayuk. Just one of the most unique names. Yeah, it is. Um, and then Jones United Brady received George Kittle, Lamar Miller, Alexander Madison. Thoughts? I don't know. I don't have strong thoughts on it. It's a bit big trade, but I don't have a strong thought. Yeah. I'm trying to process. Um, Obviously, the best best player is Hopkins. Yeah, he's the best player. Kittle gives you the most advantage of the position. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kelsey. Well, I mean, in, 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 this, yep, yep, in yep. this trade, 
What are your thoughts, Jake? I, so I'm not high on Lamar Jackson this year. Mm-hmm. Um, QB 12 right now, I think. Yeah, just, which isn't, you know, it's like whatever, you know. That's not what you're looking for, Lamar Jackson. I think he looks better in, like the name looks better than he's playing. Yeah. So you're trading a name. Um, Noah Fant's been hurt. If he's healthy, I mean, he's going to be, I think he is, I think he's a top, Top six, top seven, tight end, and then Brandon Ayuk is good potential, but a lot of talent there. And Flushing then George Kittle's yep. George Kittle's so good. Man, I think uh, Brady Brady losing Hopkins at first. I'm like, wow, man, losing Hopkins. And then I clicked on his team, and he had Tyree Kill and Julio Jones. Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, I was. I think that was smart to go get an elite tight end when you still have. Great, like, yeah, top five wide receivers. Good move. Yeah, and he's got Chase Claypool in his flex. In his now. flex, yep. So, who put up a little stinker last week, but could yeah. be could be good going forward. It has obviously boom potential. Interesting, honestly, interesting for mile wide tornadoes to make <clears throat> that deal um, before Hopkins is by mm. when you're two and five. Yeah, like you're in win now mode. So that's that's my question to Adam. I'd like Adam if he listens to text me <clears throat> if he's not concerned. I could see Adam building for Ooh, taking a page out of my book. Yeah. Pulling uh consolation. Pulling an Andrew going for consolation. Yeah. At some point you just gotta go for it. Like you gotta you gotta oh, look ahead. Sure. You're like, I'm out. Now in our league, no one's out. No, it's tight. Three and four is, is, tight. is in twelve, and yeah. three and four is also in fifth. So that, that you're not there yet. You nope. can't start looking at consolation yet in our league. One more trade, Jake. Yep. Uh, my wide and another one. Ir. Mm. Raheem Mostert. Oh, yeah. My wide gets Raheem Mostert sends away Juju. You're right. Well, it's confirmed. He's, he's got to be. Yeah, he's yeah. he's going he's going all in thir- weeks fourteen <clears throat> through sixteen. And 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 what, you went, I'm trying to win now, but if yeah. I don't, I'm positioned. For consolation. Okay. I like that. Especially when his team has like 100 more points than everyone else that would currently be in yeah. consolation uh, with him. I like what he's doing. Boy. I mean, his team's not bad. Justin Herbert. Good. He's good. good. Looks good. Yep. Yeah. His team's not bad. Now he's got Ridley and Nuke. Kamara. Yeah, I like it. Could have Mostert in Mo- playoff time. Kamara, yep. Mostert. Fant and yeah looking good all right um well let's get over to our picks for this week so Wes isn't here are you gonna update us Jake um I can <laughs> I can too <laughs> whoever pulls it up first uh all right so Andrew is so I'm 47 and 37 Wes is 51 and 33 or you're 50 and 34 Wes is 51 and 33. Yeah, Wes didn't put it in the right order. No. I had to bounce around Yeah, you did. So Wes is in first by one game. I'm in second. And Jake's trailing trailing a little. Trailing behind. Yep. So last week, uh, I was five and seven. Jake was seven and five. And Wes was eight and four. So my picks were not good last week. In my absence, they were not good. <clears throat> Maybe Wes will. He might have. He might have changed some of my picks. <laughs> yeah, I better. I better check that. Um. All right. So first up, 
myself, Colonel Mostert, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I, I'm so pumped you guys are playing. As the two teams that are four and three, two of the teams that are four and three, and me sitting at three and four. Yeah. I'm like, big. I was like, oh, I'm so pumped these guys are playing. Like, <laughs> you know, like, they, not multiple teams are going to get away from me. Right. Um, I'm sure that's how everyone feels at three and four. Like, don't care who wins this week. Glad someone's losing. Yep. Glad someone's losing. So I have Julio playing right now. He's got four for 85. Uh, ten and a half points. So I'm projected at 111. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Nick is projected at 96. I'm going to take myself. Um, I think my only weak spot, I don't know what's going to happen with Jarek McKinnon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to start him, Hasty. Your or- podcast partner has Hyde on his bench, Jake. He does. He'd be willing to flip you Miles Gaskin for Carlos Hyde. I wouldn't. Yeah, you can, we can talk about it later. <laughs> you got Seattle's backfield. Uh, we can discuss. We <laughs> yeah. can discuss. Um, yeah, I'm taking myself. I'm picking you here. Um, I wish for Nick that uh, he didn't have the buys that he has with Hopkins, Robinson it's on a buy. That's really that. good for you. Um Kind of unlucky in what is a, a really great matchup between two top half of the league teams. Um, unfortunate for him to be on those buys. Uh, definitely hurts his team this week. Uh, some weeks you can get by with that. It's hard to get by against when you're facing a uh, team that's got Julio Jones with already 10 points. Um, <laughs> so I, I am. I'm picking you as well. Even with Carson on your bench. Yeah. Anyway, Borussia Fortman and Krumpus Liga. Both teams are three and four. Uh, Seth Bruce Fortman is uh, projected at ninety six, and Wes at eighty nine and ninety. <clears throat> Eighty nine point nine. Give him ninety. Yeah. Call it ninety. I'll call it ninety. Um, let's take a look here. What are we working with? <clears throat> I'm gonna. Seth's playing Baltimore, or Ben's playing Baltimore, I should say. David Montgomery. Oh man, this is tough. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm I'm picking um, Seth in this matchup. Borussia Fortman. Um, this isn't the strongest team he's running out there. Godwin got hurt again, and Kyler Murray's on a bye. Um, Zeke Elliott's got to prove himself. He's got to prove something. himself. But at Philly isn't going to be an easy uh, time uh, for for Zeke to get going. Um, I do think this is going to be a, a close game, even though Wes is. Wes has done a heck of a job getting a team together, getting a competitive team together. It's I also, uh, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Unsure if Joe Mixon's going to be playing. It, and if Joe Mixon doesn't play, we're playing both Chargers running backs. I believe he would have yeah. to go with. Yeah. Which it would be worst case scenario. That'd be a bad scenario. Um, I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking uh, Seth. I'm going to take Seth as well, in the anticipation that Wes is going to have to start Jackson and Kelly. That would be my. Wes also takes uh, Seth there, and he takes you as well. Okay. So Wes is with us yep. on the first two. Wes is going to have to listen to this podcast because neither. He has to record them. Nope, I don't record. Right That's not my job. Nope. Uh, all right, digs in a blanket. Josh Mutsky and you, Andrew, fantasy football team. Todd Gurley sitting at eight rush yards. Yeah, Todd Gurley, he's going to get it going. He's going to get a couple touchdowns here before the end of the game. Um, 
I actually right now I'm not. This isn't my roster. The roster you see is n- I'm not confident that's going to be my my team come uh, kickoff time. Not because of trades, uh, but because I'm just kind of waiting to see um, what's going to happen with Allen Robinson. If Allen Robinson's healthy, I'm going to slot him in over Fulgham. Uh, if he's not, I'm going to run with what I got there. Uh, and the other question mark is Aaron Jones, but I'm now that I have Jamal Williams, I feel I feel confident yeah. that I can fill that if he doesn't play this week. Yep. Um, I'm picking myself here. I'm projected to win, even with a pretty low projection right now. I'm projected at 104 uh, over Josh's 95. Uh, not off to a hot start with Gurley, but they're about to get the ball here and uh, get the run, establish the run. Yeah, I'm going to take you as well. Uh, I think Tom Brady has a big week. And that could benefit Mike Evans. If we go, yeah, if we get that Brady Evans connection, yep. this could this could be a good That'll week. That'd be good. Um, and I think with Jones having Jones as backup and Williams, that's going to help you out a lot too. So um, it kind of it, man, <clears throat> that trade honestly just gives me so much less anxiety. Oh, for sure. Because it's like, well, okay, Aaron Jones is hurt. Jamal Williams is top ten, top yeah. twelve, maybe. Um, which is why I'm trying to give you know Gaskin for uh, Carlos Hyde. So you can we'll feel see. that same we'll see. thing. We'll yeah. see. Um, all right. And then we got... Uh, Wes also picks me. Yeah. I I don't remember if I said it. I do pick you. I think... So, uh, on Josh's team, he has Deontay Johnson against Baltimore. Yeah. I think Baltimore is going to... I mean, Baltimore's D's been really good. They've been really good. I think they, they might... Uh, I wouldn't say shut down, because I don't know if you can shut down yeah. their offense, but... They're gonna. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to score on them. Uh, all right, Teddy KGB and Jurgen, Corey and Casey. Casey projected at one fifteen. Corey at one o three. Or sorry, one twelve for Casey. One o three for Corey. Um, both are three and four. Yep. Michael Thomas, chance to play this week. Chance to play. Um, that'd be huge for Casey. Um, Michael Thomas is returned to Saints practice today. Uh, Dalvin Cook, also likely to play. Um, getting those two guys, adding them into your team with DK Metcalf. Um, I'm going to take Jurgen uh, here. Man, how disappointing has Michael Thomas been this year? Hasn't played uh, Yeah, and remember we were kind of like, wow, Corey, why would you trade... Imagine where Corey would be if he still had Michael Thomas. Be hurting. Uh, I'm also going to take Jurgen for those same reasons. Um, <clears throat> Corey's got a fine team. Uh, question mark in Miles Sanders there. Yep. Not sure if he's playing or not. Didn't practice again. No, Sanders is. I think he's likely out. Yeah. So Corey's going to slot in Singletary. Um, or Boston Scott. Or Boston Scott. Yeah. Both, neither who, I would probably start Boston Scott against Dallas. Would you rather play, uh, if you're Corey, would you consider going Gronk and Kelsey over Kelsey and Hollywood Brown? Against Pittsburgh? Yeah. I would. I would, I would maybe try that. I, I would, know. yeah, I would probably do that. Because you need, you need boom. And yep. I don't know if Marquise boom, Brown's going to boom this week. Um, so we both, both take Casey there. So does Wes. FC Forto, Max against Miles. Mike, 19-point Davis. 
Max is projected at 116 right now. Miles at 110. Max is 3 and 4, Miles 6 and 1. Yep. I'm going to take... Max has a good team, I think. Max is a good team. I'm going to take Max here. I think Mahomes against the Jets. Adams against Minnesota. Yeah, I like his squad. I'm going that way. I'm going. I'm going FC Fordo as well. Uh, I think. I think he wins here. Uh, don't love Brandon Ayuk um, on Will Fuller's bye. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. He's starting two Bengals at wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, and AJ Green and Boyd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, between Davis, Kamara, Kittle, you got to like that. The rest of the team this week, uh, when you don't have Will Fuller in there. Um, and you got two Bengals receivers going against Max, who's the highest projected, I think, in our league. Um, I'm gonna take Max. Yeah, Wes is Wes is gonna flip it. Wes is gonna not so fastest. Oh, nice. Yep. Wes is taking Mike. I uh, I actually think both teams are gonna outscore their projections this week. Big high scoring. Yeah. Yep. High scoring game. All right. Last matchup is Rothman City. Luke, who is four and three and projected currently at 98, and chasing mediocrity. Dakota, who's three and four, projected for ninety-two. I'm gonna take. <clears throat> I'm gonna take Rothman City. I think he's got uh, got some heavy hitters that Dakota doesn't have. Uh, so Calvin Ridley, I think he's gonna be more than more than three points. Obviously, you got Russ there, uh, who's been cooking. Derrick Henry and Adam Thielen, who they're gonna have to throw the ball. So. I'm taking Rothman. Wes is also taking Rothman. Sorry, I should say Luke and Alex. Luke and Alex. Coming yep. there. Wes is also going that route, but I'm going to not get too excited on this. <laughs> but not, not so fast, my friend. Don't count out chasing mediocrity here. Luke's team has, has been trending as a team down the last three weeks. I think he's on a three-game losing streak, actually. Yeah. Um Frank Gore is not someone that I'm excited about uh, in the running back position. However, Derrick Henry probably outscores James White and Fournette combined. Um, So you don't need anything there from Frank Gore. But I just think when I look at this, uh, why not chasing mediocrity? Why not? Why not win and move to 4-4 and when you're in the 12 hole? And you changed your name to Chasing Mediocrity. Get to 500. There's nothing more mediocre than 500. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, big week. James White, after kind of a dud last week at Buffalo. Had, it was they're, a dud. He had .8 points. They're, how, do, how does New England move the ball? They throw the ball to James White. Throw the ball to James White. Cam, what are you doing? Throw the ball to James White. He's going to have an explosion for James White. 15-point week um, for him. With no touchdown. But he's going to have like 7 for 100. In the air. Yeah. I don't know. That seems seems crazy. But not so fast, Seven for a hundred. Don't be surprised here. You never know. Cole Beasley in the flex, Trey Burton, those could be... I mean, he's got some players that could really put up some low numbers, Rothman City. Cole Beasley's actually been really good lately. Understood. He's playing New England, though. Come on. Yeah. Well, playing New fair. England. But Cole Beasley's not who they're... He's not who they're going to take out. Just New England. Not going to move the ball. No. Yeah. I think New England's going to... I think New England has a big week. Yeah, they could. I think they win. I don't know about a fantasy week as far as their offensive players. Yeah. I'm saying they might they're gonna win that game. Low scoring. Well we shall see. Something 
to keep your eye keep on. Keep your eye on that one. All right. Well, let's bounce over to the Super League. Rothman United and Sam's soccer team. Rothman is 4-3, uh, projected at 114. Sam's soccer team is 3-4, and four, projected at 98. I can tell you right now, don't even really have to look at teams just because I know the trade. Uh, I think Ben's going to win here. Uh, he's got Galladay, Diggs, Jacobs, and Henry, uh, Andrews, and then Jonathan Taylor's in his flex. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty good. C.D. Lamb for Sam's soccer team. <sighs> Cooper Cup. Just some, some guys who've lately have just been putting up some stinkers. Getting Dalvin Cook back helps, though. Yep, Dalvin Cook, Pat Mahomes. Um, he has If he's going to win, he's going to have to have those two go crazy and then the other guys show up. I mean, he's going to, I mean, it's, he's up against it, uh, against Rothman. I'm going Rothman as well. Yep. Let's see what Wes is doing here. Wes is going Rothman. Clean Smart sweep. Pick. Clean sweep. Smart pick. All right. On the QB Atletico, who's three and four, projection of 91 and a half. My White Tornadoes, two and five, projected at, now projected at 96. So we got a tight matchup here. I now know why he didn't care about Hopkins on a bye. Because he's still projected to score more. <laughs> uh, going against QB Atletico. Um... My, Adam's thinking I won this week. That's what he's thinking. He's hoping. He's he's thinking that. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. He did. He won this week. <laughs> I, I, I want to put an asterisk. If Aaron Jones doesn't play, I'd like to flip my pick. Because mm. he's got Jamal Williams in there. Uh, if Aaron Jones does play, uh, I like my pick. Yeah. But I'm going to take Adam still. But that Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones situation could be interesting. Do you think Aaron Jones plays or no? As an owner, keeping an eye on him. No. You don't think he plays? I say no. Oh, boy. That makes my decision much more difficult. I say no. Because he didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday, and the report said tomorrow will be the the talent. If he practices tomorrow, he's going to play. But Packers have a history of they'll, they'll rest guys. And Jamal Williams looked good last week. So if he isn't, if they aren't confident. They don't need to rush him back. Right. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, okay. I, I say no. Well, I'm I'm probably, I'm still going to take Adam here. Okay. Um, I think Herbert has another decent game. I think Calvin Ridley, he's at 5.7 right now. And I think he, I think he keeps ticking up. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, though, I think. So Chicago's run defense has been not great. Mm-hmm. And I think Alvin Kamara is Kamara is going to have a pretty good week. So I'm going I'm going my way. So is Wes, but I'm all, I'm going to I'm going to double down on that Kamara comment. The Bears, I think the Bears actually this week like totally shit crap bet. <laughs> totally. I think after last week all the, like people started like questioning him. And now they got to go play like a uh, Super Bowl contender, at least out of the NFC, you know, like yeah. a real contender who these guys are like kind of chomping at the bit. Michael Thomas might be back. Uh, I just think as a whole, the, I think it's Bears lose by three touchdowns. Yep. Um, I think they get killed. And it's, I would agree. I think 
Is that Ridley? Is it, who's number 19? Was it 19? I thought it was 19. I think it's Gage. Okay. But I'm not sure. I didn't didn't see. Uh, if that is Ridley, then I am bummed that yeah. I picked, picked Adam. All right. Uh, next up, Dale FC sitting at 2-5. and five, Projected at 105 and a half. Real Jay-Z, 3-4, projected at 104. We got a tight projection yeah. there. Very tight projection. But I think I'm going to go Dale here. I think Dale's got, I mean, he's, start, he's got some question marks to be sure. Mm-hmm. He's got Boston Scott for Miles Sanders. Yep. He's got the cover. But I think the real question is McKinnon. Who knows what they're going to do? They said they were going to rest him last week, which was disappointing for me personally. Uh, but I still won, so. You had a good week, too. I did. Um, but he's got Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf, who can both just blow up. Um, so I'm going to – I'm taking Dale. I'm, I'm also taking Dale. Um, even though – the, he's the other, you know, Jay Z has the mix and geo connection, so yep. he's kind of safe there. Um, I would probably put Robert Woods in over T Higgins, to be honest. I don't know, though, maybe not. Tennessee's tended to give up a bunch of points this year. And T's um, been good. T has been good. Um, I like I like Devonte Adams and DK Metcalf more than I like Elliott and Mixon or Elliott and Geo. Yeah. And- um, who knows what Elliot's going to do? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going Dale, and so right. is, so is Wes. So is Wesley. All right. We we've been man. We're trying. To, we're kind of chalk right now. We are. But sometimes you know chalk is the play. Next up, we have CZFC and True No Mo. CZFC is three and four, projected at eighty seven. And True Nomo, 6-1, in first place, projected at 104. I actually wonder if uh, Gurley's hurt. He's not in the game right now. They're in the red zone. <sighs> he, he, he's only got eight rush yards, and Brian Hill has 25. Oh, boy. I, don't, I, I might have missed something that just ended my season, perhaps. <laughs> um, that would be but Gurley's going for CZFC and DJ Moore, and they got a combined .8 points. So, oh boy, I like Truno Mode to begin with, and even more so. Look, I mean, Gurley's standing there. They're reporting. They're reporting about him. What do we got here? Talking to him. He's hurt. Gurley's hurt. I want Truno Mode. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Truno Mode as well. He's got Rust Lockett connection there. Lockett just torching last week. Yes. Just absolutely. Is Matt? Matt Ryan, Ryan rushing, rushing touchdown. touchdown. Not what I wanted. Would have preferred Julio, but mm. it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, I think Trunomo is going to take it here. He's got Kelsey at the tight end. And uh, I think Swift is has taken over at running back. So I think he's the... I don't know if he's going to have a great week against Indy, but I think he'll be all right over there. So, true no mo, what a West pick. True. True? True. All right. 
Okay, to a legit, to a quit, who is four and three, projected at one oh two. Matt's crazy team, one and six, projected at eighty-eight. And easy one here, right? We're both gonna take Tua. Tua. Did he pick up Tua? Did he did. <clears throat> nice. Boy. Smart. Wes is going Tua as well. Tua's, I think Tua's got a good team, too. Yeah. Carson Wentz, the last three, four weeks, He's five weeks, has been very good. Um, in a different league, I dropped him after week two, which was unfortunate for well, me. Well, probably a good move, though, at the time. Well, I mean, at the time, it made sense. Still probably does. Who do you got? Uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Uh <laughs> James Conner, Richard Rodgers filled in nicely at the tight end. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Adam Thielen, Mike Davis. I like the team. Matt's crazy team has a just. It is what it is, you know. He's starting Golden Tate in the flex. Yeah. And uh, Slayton. And Slayton. So he's starting two Giants receivers. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Not what you want. No. Okay, last last one here. Jones United Brady, who is six and one, projected at one twenty, and Puck City five and two. So this is second Big and third. Up, yeah, uh, projected at ninety nine. He Jones has Matt Ryan and Julio. Jones Brady traded for Lamar Jackson, and is not playing. Not- Good move. Smart move. Because Matt Ryan just got a rushing touchdown. Yep. Like the play, personally. Um, and I'm going to take Jones here. I think it's he just has a terrifying team. You know how you, you've been saying Jurgen's not the team you want to face? Yeah. I don't want to face Jones. I don't want to face Jones either. Julio, Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones, George Kittle. Those guys are all drafted in the first two rounds yeah. in a normal draft. Yep. Snake draft. Then he's got Ronald Jones who's filling it nicely at wide or at running back and Chase Claypool, who did not do well last week, nope. but has had some major games. So Me and Wes are taking Jones as I well. I think that's a smart yep. pick. And that is all. So you know what time it is. Favorite segment. Time for a beer review. Clink, 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 clink. These glasses clink. don't tink well. No, they don't. All right, so what do we got here? Mm. We have uh, a beer called the Good Old Potosi uh, from Potosi, Wisconsin. Ah. Craft, craft, brew, craft brewery. Um, it's a golden ale, and it's brewed in Beer's hometown. In what? Beer's hometown. Ah. Beer. Didn't know beer had a hometown in the United States. That's a new one. Um, the clarity here is very, it's very clear. You can see straight through it. I can watch the football game through the glass. Um, you know, it's not a great beer, uh, but it's certainly not a bad beer. It's, it's a cla- it's like a, it's your standard beer. It's a golden beer. Yeah. It's golden ale. I would take this over Bud Light, Bush Light, all of the all of the Miller Light. Yep. I would take it over all of those. I was trying to find the write up. Um, 
I have a sheet of this, but there's actually a little bit on here that I'll okay. read. Um, it is a golden ale with a delicate malt flavor and sweet finish. Light in body, very accurate. Very light. Full in flavor. I could argue. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's full in flavor, like an IPA or right. something. But it's got good flavor. Good flavor for a yeah. standard beer. Uh, and when locals ask for it, they say, I'll have a Potosi. So That's fun. Yeah, the locals. I wish I could say that at a local watering hole. I'll have a Potosi. Yeah, that, you, know, yeah it's like, you walk in, you order the signature yep, beer. Yep. yep. <clears throat> it's like in, uh, in movies and TV shows when they go to a bar. And they say, give me a beer. Yeah, what kind I'll of beer? Take a Potosi. I'll take a Potosi. Yep. This is, uh, it was, Potosi, Wisconsin is where beer is crafted. And that craft is celebrated at the National Brewery Museum. Oh. The beer you hold was brewed in that town by its fine people in a small batch with the finest ingredients. We are Potosi and we are beer's hometown. All right. I tell you what, the more I drink this, the more I like it. Personally. Before before we, we went on, uh, started the podcast, you said very drinkable. High drinkability. Drinkability is yep. extremely high, yeah. This is, we, we talk like, you know, could you, when, setting you would drink this in? Any. Any setting. Yep. Float trip. It'd be great beer for a float great, trip. Other than the glass bottle. Yeah, no, yeah, you wouldn't want that. No, no. but great for that, great for on the lake. Um, it's a good summer beer, yep. I think. Not a high alcohol content, so you could like. I mean, you can sit down and get after a few. <laughs> um, I just think, yeah, I just think it's a solid, solid beer. It's I a think. good beer. Overall, um, I would want another. I might have one more in the fridge, Jacob. Well, I don't need another, <laughs> but I, you know what I mean. Um, doesn't smell good. Not good mm, scent there. Mm. But I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a six- Point seven. Hmm. 6.7. Higher than I would give almost any beer of this Like a Golden Ale type, type yeah. yeah. Like a Bud Light or a Mick Ultra, stuff like that. Nope, don't it's, want those. It's better than those, yep. Um, I'm, in the, I'm in that ballpark. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a 6.5, but I didn't, I didn't notice the smell until you said something that and I smelled it. Bad. And you know what I smelled immediately? My dorm room. My freshman year dorm room, like beer yeah. spilled on the carpet. Yeah, oh um, yeah. You know, like you get, you get, you know, you get after it, the boys on a Tuesday night, and uh, <laughs> for, you know, before the Lord, and uh, yeah, you know that smell in the it's morning. You know, you wake smell. up, you're like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, your clothes, you spilled it all over your clothes. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the smell. You know what? Weller than I wish I did. Yeah, yep. did I score? Did I say six five? You didn't. Six five. Six yep. five. Yep. All right. All right. Wesley, wish you were here for this, but alas. I'm actually glad you aren't because I only had two of them. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, all right. That brings us to our hot takes and Kuya Jets. Uh, we're just going to do one each um, this week. I'll go first. My hot. Snake it. We'll snake it. My hot take Cole Beasley against New England. Um, Cole Beasley's the type of guy, he's not going to have, he's not going to have deep route. He's not going to catch the deep ball, yep. but he's going to get a bunch of low passes. Um, and I think against New England, um, he's going to get open. That's just 
It's what he does. It's what he does. He gets open. And I think he's going to have another big week. Last week he had 12 targets. Julio almost had a 11 receptions, 112 yards. Um, I'm going to say he's going to have 90 yards this week. Um, So look for him to have a good game. Funny story about Cole Beasley is uh, last year he was doing similar stuff. Mm -hmm. Where, like, you didn't know when, but he'd go for, like, 10 catches, you know, every so often. Streamed him in the... In the playoff time. Love it. Week semifinals, he had a great week. Championship game, he like laid a dud, but luckily I was playing Brady and won like 50 to 40 or something. <laughs> um, but Cole Beasley definitely has those weeks where like he just catches everything. He's just yeah. the place. Throw it to him. He's always open. Um, I like that play. Uh, my hot take is going to be a player that everyone in fantasy football is cool on. Everyone. I've tried to trade this guy for pennies. Can't. Can't get him off my roster. Mike Evans. Hot take. With Godwin out, we know what he can do. No one wants him because Godwin and Brown and Gronk and Ronald Jones. Um, I think this week uh, against the Giants, Monday night football, uh, Mike Evans has has a big week. I think he's got 20 in him uh, this week. Big week. My cool yo jet snaking it back around. For the same reasons you like Cole Beasley, I'm going to cool my Jets on Stephon Diggs this week, uh, playing New England, who Belichick game plan, take away the other team's uh, best threat. Um, Stephon Diggs is that for Buffalo, so I think that they'll, you know, whatever they do in coverage, shadow him, play someone over the top, uh, but they're going to make life hard on Stephon Diggs this week. So I'm going to cool him uh, to be below his projections this week. And my cool is going to be... Lamar Jackson. LJ. LJ against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is allowing the 10th fewest fantasy points per game for quarterbacks. Ooh, good stat. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson has really struggled passing the ball so far this year. Um, if he's going to score points, it's going to have to be on the ground. He had a few weeks ago, he had the 50-yard rush. That's how he's going to get his points. He's thrown over 200 yards twice, and that Ooh. was the first two weeks. Ooh. And one was 204 yards. Whew. Yep, so um, cool my Jets on Lamar Jackson this week, but also this season. Because I think next week he's at Indy, then he's got New England, then Tennessee, then Pittsburgh. Um, Again. Which is just just not what you want. No. So. I like that. I'm cooling, cooling Lamar Jackson. I like that. Cooling on LJ. All right. Well, that does it for our hot takes with Jets. The degenerate minute. The everyone's favorite minute of the week, the degenerate minute. Uh, so sorry about last week, but it probably helped your bank accounts, uh, <laughs> not giving you something to bet. This week I'm taking my mortal lock of the century. I'm taking New Orleans Saints over the Chicago Bears. Saints are minus four and a half. And I think, as I said earlier, Bears lay an absolute egg this week. Uh, and the Nagy's going to come under even more fire. Nick Foles is going to throw him under the bus again, as he should. Uh, lock in your bets. New Orleans Saints minus four and a half uh, against the Chicago Bears. Like that pick. The Bears just don't look good. I'm rooting for myself to lose when the game kicks off. Of course. So I actually don't think I'm going to bet this week. That's fair. But that's my bet. Bet on that. Or in general. You should. <laughs> I'm not. I hate betting. I hate putting money, actual money, against the Bears. 
but I think that's the best play on the board. I would agree. If with that you. makes sense. Yep. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to bet it just because I'm a Bears fan. That's fair. And I don't want to be like sitting there in a tight game being like, oh, I hope Bears turn it over here. Like, I don't want that to happen. Yep. Uh, I want the Bears to win. But uh, if I'm betting and I'm worried about my money, Saints <clears throat> minus four and a half. There you go. There you have it. That does it for our week eight. We're letting you out early. Yep. Giving you some time back. Yep. 40, right at 45 minutes. Shortest so. one in a couple years, probably. Yeah, it's been a while. Since Seth did the been one with, uh, who did he, that was Ben? With Ben. Yeah, that it was, was like 30 minutes. Also the worst podcast that this. They were, didn't they t- start talking about geese for geese. a while? Yeah, things got weird. <laughs> um, but that's what happens when you leave Seth and Ben alone with, yep. the, hot, with the hot mic. <laughs> Um, All right, well, that's all we got for you. Uh, Good luck this week, boys, and stay safe.